Hang up your sugar habit. No. Put more cream in your coffee and you'll feel better. I put better. more cream and it just goes, Ugh. Oh. At least you're not one of those people who puts in those flavored creamers. Those are, like, who, who, who's, who's this for? You. No. I put, like, regular cream or almond milk in my coffee. But those creamers are good. Like the hazelnut ones. They smell good, but they oh, taste so like poison, good. don't you think? No, they're good. They I mean, they are so poison, but they taste good. Quentin. Evening Zone's Q-Bones comes in every single night, um, and his uh, coffee reeks like hazelnut. It smells so good. It smells amazing, but I just know that's just like sugar and poison. Yeah. Right? I can I can taste uh, dying orangutans mm. from the places where they palm cut down all the palm oil. Yeah, that's that fills those things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's so fancy. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to a PJ Party Podcast. Good pod to you, Jenny West. Good pod to you, Paulina Plastino. It's <laughs> on the Paulina train. <laughs> um, it's got a good ring to it. It doesn't! Paulina Plastino! I uh, wish, Jenny, to be like you one day. Why? To go to a music festival of any description, and uh, on Monday, not to be filled with such deep regret. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> and have to apologize to <laughs> pert near everyone in my life. You know what I mean? It's like I would like to go to any music festival and have to come, be able to come back down from the mountain mm. and not have to uh, make peace with uh, my family and uh, anyone who's near me and coworkers and uh, make amends with my God. Do you know what I mean? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. Because you just like, are, like most people just go to a music festival, enjoy music, get a little tipsy, get on home, have a good sleep, right? That's usually how it goes. Have that really good shower. Everyone's like, Oh my god, that post music festival shower is just the best. <laughs> you know what the post music festival is like for me? It's more shame than water. Oh, I'm it's, so sorry. Okay, it's not yeah. steam that's bursting forth from there. <laughs> it's shame cloud. <laughs> okay, so I feel like we allude to many stories of Rock the Shores in the in the shows this week, but we don't actually tell the full story of like what you did. Nor shall we. I like I don't, I don't think know. I've heard the full story, so let's get into it. No. I you don't have to if you don't want to, but you were naked at some point. And out of bounds at the same time. Yeah. Which seems to be, and I don't mean to do this, but it seems to be what happens to me. <laughs> happens to you or what you do to yourself. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and I'm not like, I'm not. How did this happen to me? I'm naked again. <laughs> out of bounds. Why does this always happen to me? <laughs> I'm not looking for that. I'm not like, all right, bless you. I'm pretty sure that is. It's not. I'm as not. As soon as you have drinks, you're looking for that. <laughs> I don't get. You get. You look. You, you get this mischievous look on no, your face no. like you're going to do something. No. And you just kind of, your shoulders go up and you start hunching. Like you're almost like <laughs> you're sneaking into somewhere. And then I don't see you. And then you come back with like a weird story. No. I'm not, I don't look for it. I just, it just happens to me. <laughs> I swear to God, I would love to come back from a music festival and not have to explain why I was naked. I swear, like, I, oh God. Yeah, really, I find myself in these situations. I don't know. Okay, I don't drink that much. Let me just say. <laughs> no, you really don't. You, I'm not a big drinker. You're pretty, like, you're pretty low key when it comes to drinking. It's just like some music festivals, you just let it out. <sighs> you know what song I was singing? It was the, uh, that Willy Wonka song. What? You remember it's like, come with me <laughs> and you'll see na, 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 imagination. While you're naked. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Anyways, 
Um, got a great pod for you this week. Uh, thank you so much for listening to it. Please tell your friends. Spread the word. Mm-hmm. Um, spread the word about uh, Jenny's podcast, uh, The Rag. Oh, thanks. Because I still see... Oh, it's so funny, right? I see those Facebook things all the time. Hey, everyone, re- recommend me a pod. And so I always slap the PJ Pard on there. PJ Party Pod. And then yesterday, it was so specific. Someone was looking for a female-fronted or focused a podcast. No way. And so I said, you got to hit the reg, which is uh, Period Posse's podcast, which is Jenny West is on that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's just a once a month podcast. We only have one episode out so far, but uh, the next one will come out in the next couple weeks here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's just about periods and menstruating and breaking the stigma around periods, talking about it, getting professionals in to talk about it, mm-hmm. frequently asked questions, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Mm-hmm. I always am trying to walk that line between breaking the stigma and, okay, dude, that's enough. <laughs> that's, that's a little, that's none of your business now at this point. Right? It's like, How's your flow today, honey? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Paul. All right. Um, you told me in the dugout at a couple of Garbage Birds game, well, you were like, oh, I got metal schmurs tonight, <laughs> which we found out was the middle cycle pains. Yeah. And it's good. I was glad that you could feel comfortable with From me that. ovulating. <laughs> Anyways, let's drop an egg and drop this pod. <laughs> and thanks for listening to all your friends. Thanks, bye. Children under five also have elevated levels of a pheromone blink 182. Oh my gosh. We are feeling so heat stroked and heat groped from this weekend and our shores so thoroughly rocked. That we feel kind of like totally different people. It's like a whole different show today. Yeah, who am I? Maybe I'm your Uncle Jenny. I got a cabinet full of beans in my basement. And I uh, don't have any furniture. That's Uncle Jenny. Hey, what's up? It's me, your little baby girl, Paul Plastino. I'm feeling so crazy. I could do a treason with Russia. Feeling saucy. <laughs> Get ready. I'm done the intro. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. I, that was just Friday night. We had so much fun. I feel like I hung out with you a lot, which was really nice. Jen. Yeah, it was very nice. Yeah. You weren't there for my shenanigans on Saturday, though, Yeah, right? thank goodness. I usually, when I see the shenanigans starting, I usually run away from you. Can you, like, can you see them warming up? Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, no, it's it's happening. It's happening. Yeah. There's a certain... And then I exit. ...way yeah. that I walk, I've been told. And then, you oh. know, it's like, oh, he's got that little... You kind of do this, like, eyebrow thing where you look at people, you start, like raising your eyebrows at them <laughs> when i when i see that i'm i'm out i'm going to do something mischievous <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. you didn't get kicked out though it was close okay i've been really enjoying uh jesse roper's social media in the last couple of days since rock the shores okay what what are you talking about specifically well <laughs> <laughs> Evidently, from uh, the stage uh, to Rock the Shores on this weekend, yes, he threw out a thing of what was it like purple cauliflower? Yes, and beans. Beans? beans. Yeah, he had a, a brown paper bag, and I couldn't really tell what they were because I was a little bit farther back in general admission. And it was just he was just throwing it, but they were yeah, they were string beans that he was throwing from his garden. That's amazing. Yeah. So did he grow the cauliflower as well? Yeah. Oh my 
That's hilarious. He's a great gardener. Um, so he, uh, so three young ladies, or sorry, four young ladies found the cauliflower, caught it, and then uh, took a picture and put it on their own social media of them all biting the cauliflower. <laughs> so Jesse reposted it and said, I was happy to see this picture of the purple cauliflower I threw off the stage being properly appreciated. <laughs> Hashtag super duper. Hashtag babes love vegetables too. <laughs> So that's really good. And then just now I see this from Jesse on his Facebook. He says, I had a dream last night that I was sending naked selfies to my fans. Woke up a little stressed out this morning. Anyways, just get ready to jump on stage at the beautiful Jackson Triggs Winery to do it all again. Can't wait. Like, <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. I'm glad it was just a dream there, Jess. Um, Love Roper. you, Jesse. What a Love stud. Ya. You should watch his little episodes about what's in my garden, man. Hi, ladies and gentlemen. My name's Jesse Roper, and today on What's in My Garden, Man, I'm going to show you something that I think is really special and weird, which I really like. So let's check it out. This is purple cauliflower. Purple cauliflower. <laughs> now, purple cauliflower, I don't think tastes any different than the white cauliflower that we are all used to, the white lame brand that you find in the stores. This is purple. Purple. Like Barney the Dinosaur. Did any of you people watch that show when you were kids? I sure didn't. Nerds. <laughs> Anyways, let's check out another one. This one hasn't developed its cauliflower in yet. It's just folding the leaves over in an attempt to protect whatever's going to happen. Ooh, look what we got here. A lovely one. That's pretty well ready to harvest, I'd say. Yum, diddle, yum, yum, yum. Jesse Roper. What a treasure. If you're not following on Instagram, you're missing out. Yeah, this is such a great series. Mm -hmm. I hope his garden continues to flourish. Thrives. I hope yeah. he's one of those farmers we read about in the newspaper yesterday. About Farmers are doing really well in Victoria. It's a great year for berries. Mm -hmm. Blackberries are supposed to be coming in nicely soon. That's the next episode. Get after it, Jesse Roper. <laughs> uh, Jen... I sent you this uh, story, kind of a wild thing happened with uh, Josh Homme. Ja Josh Homme, after being cool for a while, mm -hmm. just chilling out and yeah. being cool, seems to be uh, not back to his old tricks, but uh, certainly uh, pulling the attitude that we're so we're so aware of from Josh Homme on stage. Yeah, I think like opening up a little bit more. Because um, I remember when he came to Victoria with his band, it was mm. tight. It was tight, right? Like he yeah. didn't talk that much. Nope. He didn't do anything. Mm -hmm. It was just a tight ship. And then he did his performance and got off stage, right? And yeah. now you're, you're, we're kind of seeing stories again of him speaking out. Yeah. Um. So he was performing at this festival. And he was chirping and chiming because I guess they had a VIP section up front mm -hmm. and the fans, the Queens of the Stone Age fans, were trying to get closer to the stage and they couldn't because of the VIP section. And so people were jumping over the fence and security, I guess, was trying to stop them. Right. And he, Josh starts yelling at the security people to let these people up, like let them closer to the stage. Yeah. Which eventually they did. But he threatened to like, we're going to shut this show down. We're going to be out of here if you don't. Yeah. Let these people in, which is kind of like... Okay, this is Josh. He's being a man of the people. Let the people come to me, right? It's like mm -hmm. no barriers. Break down the walls. You don't have to be rich and shell out an extra $400 to come and be this close to me. You guys traveled all this way. We traveled all this way. Come up and be close. He's being a real humanitarian in that Oh, way. yeah, totally. Real socialist yeah. in that, right? Yeah, and he yeah he also said, everyone is working for me tonight, so this is how it's going to go down. <laughs> and, yeah, eventually the... 
the fences were moved, so the entire concert was just one big general admission, which is right. pretty cool to see. And I've I've been there before, trying mm-hmm. to get close to a show, but I can't because I don't have the money to get close enough. I'm like, right. it's like, ah, that's so frustrating, you know? Yeah. Um, so to have yeah, everyone for that show in particular come together must have been pretty magical. I got to say, they kind of rejigged the VIB section at Rock the Shores this mm. weekend, and I found that was perfect mm. because it was like, if you were in VIP, you could. There was room at the front of the stage, kind of put aside for you. Yeah. You, and what was nice about it, too, is that you could wander up. It was, wasn't packed. Right. Like the front of a stage usually is. So I was like, okay, I get it. If you had paid extra money to be in VIP this weekend and rock the shores, what you'd get for that is a spot at the front of the stage where it's not too jammed ever, and you can, if you want to, make your way up to the very titty yeah. front. It was great. But if you didn't pay for VIP, there was still most of the front of the stage that you could still get to the front. You had the opportunity to be close to those artists as well. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I got to say, a little tip of the hat to the Rock the Shores folks for planning that nicely. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was pretty good. And uh, there you go, concert festival promoters. Beware. Josh Homme's on the loose. <laughs> Fighting for the common <laughs> yeah. man in the general Watch admission. Out. Security, get ready for it. He's your boss. <laughs> oh, I guess. Uh, big news today is that uh, the last two blockbusters will actually... Th- there's three left, I think, in the world, and two of them are in Alaska, and they're going to close down. Sad. Good. Yeah, so the only one that will be left is the one blockbuster location in Bend, Oregon. So not too far from here, mm-hmm. if you ever want to go check out a, a blockbuster for nostalgia purposes. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's... Uh, that makes sense. I actually had no idea there were still blockbusters running. And then you were saying that John Oliver had something to do with one of the ones in Alaska? Yeah, someone recently, he did this very ridiculous thing on his show last week tonight where he, at an auction, bought all this Russell Crowe merchandise, like his furry jockstrap from the Gladiator movie, and donated it all to the Alaska blockbuster, the last Alaska oh, ball. Yeah, and it didn't help them at all, eh? <laughs> oh, too bad. It's not surprising. Look it. Getting your movies on Netflix or online or streaming them is better for every conceivable reason. Yeah. There's nothing. There's no benefit to going into a video store like the way we used to do, like when we were cavemen 20 years ago, like all my growing up. But, however, there is one thing. Yeah. Because I did go recently to uh, Cook Street Village uh, Pick a Flick. Okay. Which I think will go down in legend as being the last remaining <laughs> video store, like actual video store. Certainly in Victoria, yeah. maybe in the country. I hope they, if they go and go and go and like they, even if they're closed down in five years from now, which I hope they're not, but even if they do, but they'll become the last remaining brick and mortar physical video store in the world. Wouldn't that be something for Victoria to hang its hat on? Oh yeah. That'd be great. That would be great. But what I like about it when I was there, I was in there looking around. I was like, I wanted to rent Jurassic World. And I'm wandering around, and I couldn't find it. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, you know what I did, Jen? What's that? Looked at another human face. Yeah. And I had to, I said words to the face. Yeah. And then the face barfed words back to me. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, oh, I'm having an interaction with a human being. Yeah. And it was really nice. I was like, where's Jurassic World? And he, I was like, it's not an action, it's not an adventure, and it's not in drama. And he's like, it's in sci-fi. And I was like, oh, yeah, dinosaurs aren't real. That would make sense. It's in sci-fi. And he said, I know, right? Are you excited for the new one? And I said, yeah, I am. I, the guy who looks like Thunder Guns, what's the deal with his vest? I had that interaction that I would not have had. Right. 
if I had just dialed it up on Netflix. That's true. And I still remember how exciting it was. We're losing the excitement of going and watching a movie. Mm-hmm. When we would say, oh, we're going to rent a movie tonight as a family. Mm-hmm. We're going to go get some snacks from Blockbusters. Mm-hmm. And we're going to rent our favorite movie. Everyone gets to pick one, okay? We'll have a marathon. <laughs> and it was so exciting because we'd go in our pajamas and we'd spend <laughs> like an hour in there. And it was so great. And nothing will ever top that. No, certainly not. Streaming online. No. no. But for every other conceivable reason, streaming is the one bajillion times better. Oh, yeah. But I do love how everyone is shouting out all their favorite uh, video rental places now in the in the text messaging line. So oh, really? we'll give some shout outs and give okay. them some business. <laughs> when we come back. <laughs> all right. Do we want to give a little love to these uh, v- still functioning video store places in oh, our town? Absolutely. <laughs> Two thumbs up video in Langford. Shout out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, your local library for lending DVDs. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Kenny and Nadine and Dustin and Nicole and Courtney and everyone else who texted in. That's awesome. That's good. I hope you guys are not just shouting it out. You know, it's not not paying lip service. I hope you're still going there, schlepping the DVDs home, forgetting to return them on time, paying Mm -hmm. your late fees, keeping these places in business. Absolutely. Uh I would recommend building a fort as well. To watch videos? Yes. Is it more fun when you've rented a DVD and put it in rather than just hitting play on Netflix? Yes. There's a good chance I may have committed some Today in the afternoon zone, there was a section in the Times Colonist just talking about what a great year farmers are having in Victoria. Yeah, and you know that old Paul Harvey poem, God Made the Farmer? I think because it's such a great year, we could add a couple of stanzas to it. And God needed somebody to stand in the newspaper, having his picture taken, holding a bunch of cobs of corn. So God made a farmer. He said, I need someone in the paper describing out loud how good the strawberries are, that the people are buying strawberries and then coming back later that day and buying more strawberries. So God made a farmer. He said, I need someone who knows all the names of all the things, including zucchinis. So God made a farmer. Well, making headlines today is a model named Mara Martin or Mara Martin. Uh, she modeled in a Sports Illustrated annual swimsuit show. And the reason why she was making headlines is because uh, she decided to breastfeed as she was walking down the aisle. Mm. Is that what you call it? The catwalk? Yeah. Uh, the catwalk, yes. And um, it, it's pretty amazing to see. Uh, well, I, I personally really like her reaction to all of this is I don't know why this is making headlines. I do this every day. I'm a mother, and I'm just feeding my child. And it's just interesting to put it in that perspective. And now that it's on a public platform and she's in, like, a modeling setting, it's making headlines when this should just be a normal thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you really think about breastfeeding, it's a mom feeding her baby. Mm -hmm. It's, like, a normal human thing to do, and it's society that has decided, you know... It's not acceptable to do it in public. This is something you need to keep privately. Um, when you see animals do it all the time, you know, it's just like, it's a, I think of it in such like a weird way where I'm like, no, this is totally just something that society has decided that, you know, it's not okay to do in the public and should be shamed for. Quick, what's um, the first animal you think of uh, feeding its Kitty cats, obviously. Kitty cats? That's the only animal that's in my head most times. Really? Yeah. They mostly drink from saucers. Well, you know, when they first like come out and then they have the little kitty cats and the kittens take on the little, all the kittens. I think of pigs. Oh, yeah. The way the mom pigs just like lay out and all the little piglets are all like, getting in there and squealing. and Cows. 
Baby pigs are so cute. Yeah, yeah. baby cows, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I just want to give her props. I think it's really cool what she did. Um, and uh, the support that she's seeing online is awesome. But then, of course, there's always the other side that is, uh, you know, disgraced by it all, which is just confusing to me. What is the other side saying? And they're just saying that she wants attention. And I don't think right. she wants attention. I think she wants to normalize breastfeeding, which I think is a much bigger issue and uh, something that does need attention. Just yeah. normalize breastfeeding. Make it normal. She's just a mom at work feeding her kid. That's what we should see it as. She just happens to be a swimsuit model? Yeah. Yeah, you got me convinced. Mm-hmm. We're looking for stories. What's the most athletic thing that's not related to sports that you've ever done? I really like, actually, my man Brock texted a picture. Mm-hmm. He was at a music festival recently. And I've been to music festivals and party with Brock a little bit. Mm. He's a real good guy. And he had two people up on his shoulders. On I mean, each like, shoulder? No. Oh, one shoulder on top of each other. Yeah. Like wow. a girl on top of a dude's shoulders and then that dude sitting on top of Brock's shoulders. Wow. Yeah, wow. How? How? <laughs> I don't know. But that's impressive. Yeah. I had someone up on my shoulders on Rock the Stars this weekend. Didn't we, go we did. over very long. Well, they were pretty adamant on bringing people down from people's shoulders for safety was. reasons. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. But mm-hmm. I'm sturdy. You know, I think yeah. that if the security guard could see my sturdy tree trunkish legs, <laughs> but if they weren't looking at my dainty bird-like ankles, <laughs> they would be like, oh, okay, that could probably... That, that's, that's okay. And we don't know who was on my shoulders. Right? You were there. I can't. I don't know who that... I don't know who it was. We don't know the person who it was. Maybe we did, but I don't remember who it was. We think maybe it might have been... Danielle Sweeney, the lead singer of Love Coast, but we don't know. Please confirm if you saw it happen. Yes. For like the total of maybe one minute. Yeah. Not even. We don't I even... think as soon as she got up there, security was like, come on, guys, <laughs> get her down. Get her down. <laughs> I, you're not, but that's like such a classic music festival staple thing that you, right. you know, it's like girls up on shoulders. Anyone up on shoulders. Anyone up on shoulders. So I was like, but that's no good no more. That's security bad times. Yeah. I guess it's dangerous. Times they are changing, I suppose. Mm-hmm. The afternoon's out with Paul Plastino and Jenny West. I managed to go scuba diving down at 200 feet with four tanks for 25 minutes. Had an hour and a half at Nico and managed to not pee in my wetsuit. What? Wow. That was. That's about it. That's all I got. I'm mad at you for not peeing in your wetsuit. I go through life every day looking for reasons why it would be acceptable for me to pee myself. <laughs> well, it does feel great, but it smells horrible afterwards. Dude, I... Really? I it doesn't get to... washed away? No, it sticks in there. Unfortunately not. Okay. Uh, the first thing I did, I went to Mexico, and I was learning how to scuba dive. And you know how they teach you in a pool first? I was not yeah. thinking and did not go to the bathroom before getting into that wetsuit. And the first thing I did was hop into the pool and peed. In my wetsuit. And then well, it stays the in the suit. Well, that's the great thing about going to an all-inclusive. You sit at the pool bar all day, and strangely, no one ever has to leave to go to the bathroom. No, <laughs> don't tell me that. It's a beautiful thing. No. Yeah, yeah it's gross. Liquid in, liquid out. Yeah, I hate myself. Uh, okay. <laughs> I think we have one that we both agree is one of our... Because we got a lot of really good stories. Yeah. Weirdly, a lot of motorcycle crashes. Yeah, which makes me sad, <laughs> but I'm glad to hear that everyone was okay. Yeah, I always... <laughs> Like that does take an amount of, not even athleticism, but just like physical endurance. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, and luck too, yeah. So thank you for all the good stories. Those are all really good, but I think we might have our favorite here. Hello. Hi, is that Eve? Yeah, this is. Hi, it's Paul and Jenny calling from the Zone Radio Station. How are you? Oh my God, hi. Hi. How's it going? Oh yeah, good. So Eve, can you just tell us this story of athleticism back to us real quick? (laughs) 
Um, yeah, so my cat enjoys running around on the roof. Um, so it's like right uh, against the trees and she can watch the birds and stuff. And, you know, she's a cat, so she doesn't really listen to me very well. <laughs> um, <laughs> and especially if I have to go to work or something, I have to go get her because mm-hmm. she won't come. So it's a lot of me chasing her on the roof and then trying to bring her back in without falling off the roof. Mm-hmm. And it sounds so, like she's a real naughty cat. Like she's just scratching at you and trying to get away. Yeah, you know, she's not um, she's not gentle in any way. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. But I'm still obsessed with her, so of course, that's how it goes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but as we know, uh, climbing on top of a roof mm-hmm. takes a certain amount of agility and balance. You say? Yes, it really does. It's um, it's not a flat roof. Wow! So oh my gosh! You know, it's probably not really the safest thing to do. But how, how many stories are we talking about here? Um, just two. Still, though, uh, yeah. Jen, you've been to my house when I was trying to put up Christmas lights, and I live in, like, a one-story little house. Yeah. And yeah. I wouldn't go up on that roof. I get freaked out to go on the ladder and just even the roof there, no good. Yeah. Yeah, it, it would be quite a fall, I think. Oh, my gosh. Eve, <laughs> I hope you can turn that agility and athleticism and bring it to the lawn bowling pitch tomorrow night because we're going to invite you to take our social tickets for lawn summer nights. I would love to. It's probably been a dream of mine for quite some time to do lawn bowling. Yes! <laughs> Welcome to our team. We're called Lonzonia and Meat Bowls. <laughs> That's perfect. We liked Eve's story of that she was up on a roof and had to take her cat down in the morning mm. and the scratching cat and all that. Um, <laughs> and we said even that she beat out some really incredible stories. Yeah, I wouldn't say like beat out. I think they were all pretty cool. A this pretty, one just caught my eye. I was like, oh, that's different. Yeah, a really, really tight one that maybe could have won also was from Todd. Yeah. Uh, who uh, even sent us a picture. It's an, an incredible picture. He says, I paddle boarded to Rum Island to go camping. Never heard of Rum Island. I'm going to check that out. Hmm. Uh, he said he was fishing along the way. Um, so that alone, I mean, paddle boarding out into an island and fishing while you're going and all mm-hmm. that is like really, that's, that is an amount of in- athleticism and amount of endurance and that's such a cool thing. And I'd like to play lawn bowling with a guy like that for sure. Yeah. And he said he met a pot of orcas on the way and he sent us a picture of him and sure enough, he's paddle boarding and there is the dorsal fin of an orca whale right yeah. beside him. And on his paddle board is like all of his camping gear and everything. It's really impressive. It is impressive. And then he wrote back, a cat on a roof beat me. Unbelievable. Oh, no. I'm going to step it up. No, you don't have to step don't it up. Step man. It up. Like, you can't. You did it. I'm sorry. I don't know how to how do you judge these things, right? You're like, All okay, right. like the risk factor, the fun factor. I don't know. I don't know how to judge these things. We just kinda at the end we're like, sure that one. Todd, we're gonna do this game again next week. Just send us the picture of you <laughs> and the orcas again. You don't have to say anything else. Yeah. And probably you'll win. <laughs> Yeah, you told me earlier today, Jen, that Bruce Willis has come out and said that the Die Hard uh, is, in his opinion, not a Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. And um, okay, so I'll just stop watching it every Christmas. Is that what I'm supposed to do? No, just don't get involved in those like internet debates about it being a Christmas movie or not. Right? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's a lot of debates like that, like the pineapple on pizza and like the yeah. hot dog. Is it a sandwich or not a sandwich? Blah blah blah. And yeah. um, I'm happy to hear that this debate is complete it's done 
right? You think that's it? That's I over? I think that's now? it. We just needed Bruce Willis Bruce to let Willis? us know. And I think that's what we need for the other debates as well. <laughs> you know? An expert in the field to just cancel the debate, to call it off, you know? Bruce Willis is more than an expert. He's like the voice. He's exactly. the only voice you can trust. Exactly. We need that for the other ones. All right. Now, I agree with you that all of these debates are dumb, mm. but I, it is funny to me that he would have said that because who, that's what he keeps uh, the checks rolling in there, Bruce. Uh, you know, the royalty checks when every TV station wants to put it on TV for Christmas. And everyone wants to go and get it and watch it and Netflix it or whatever every yeah. Christmas. So if you're telling me, like, no, it's not a Christmas movie, so I just take it off my list. Well, guess what? Unless I'm really, really feeling for whatever reason in the mood for Die Hard, the viewings is going to go way down if I don't associate mm. it with my yearly Christmas viewing. That's an interesting point. So what, what benefit does that bring to him to announce that to the world? That's what I find interesting about that. Hmm. Maybe he doesn't like Christmas. Maybe he doesn't like Die Hard. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> All right, well, I have no more legs to stand on in that argument. That's great. We love and are saddened, mm -hmm. but the story about the uh, nine animals that are dead after the jaguar escaped at the New Orleans Zoo. Yeah. Slipped through a bit of fence, mm -hmm. and I think, although it's sad that other animals died, what I do love about the story is that big cats, when given the opportunity, get right down to murder. Oh, my gosh. Waste no time mm. to start like, and this is even what the zoo official said, is that it got, it was just exhibiting normal predatory behavior, and That's that right. was to do as much murder as possible. Oh, my as gosh. As as possible. It was very, very quick. It was only out for, what, an hour, and a few foxes. Yeah. Oh, it was three foxes, five alpacas, and an emu died. An alpaca? Five. It five. murdered five alpacas in an hour? In an hour? Yeah. If I tried my very hardest, I maybe could take down two or three alpacas well, in an hour. Well, if you think about it, too, like this animal, this jaguar, has been just stuck in this in like enclosure for years and just watching all these animals and just being like, okay, you're feeding me this bucket of meat every mm -hmm. day, but it's not good enough. I'm looking yeah. at these animals. What about these ones, guys? She wants to hunt. She wants to hunt. And I see this sort of behavior with my cat as well. Mm. And this is interesting because, you know, I think of my cat as this cute little fluffy little creature. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden a bee comes in the house and mm. it's predatory. Like mm. it, she makes this noise and goes, eh, 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 and she like doesn't become my pet cat anymore. And right. she turns into an animal like she is, right? Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much what happened, except times that by 100. Times it by Jaguar. Times it by Jaguar, and that's what happened. I'm the same way. My cat, the Kraken, sees a little hummy come to the yeah. hummy feeder. Prefer to hummies out there. And she just gets going like this. Right? And that, you know what that sound is? You think, oh, it's so funny. It's clicking Cute at them. Th no, that's the murder gene turning on. Yep. And, uh, yeah, your house cat, same thing is just a couple of spots away from doing a murder, as much murder as possible. It's very scary. What a story, though. Holy. What a story, Mark. Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. Today, Today marks the, the beginning of the, of the fire, fire ban on, on Vancouver, Vancouver Island. Island. Wow, that worked uh, really, really well. well. <laughs> but maybe just <laughs> do it to yourself. <laughs> Today marks the beginning of the fire ban on Vancouver Island. And today in the afternoon zone, we have a feeling that those park rangers are really going to be on the lookout. Vigilant as ever for anyone looking to break that ban. Calling Ranger 240. Ranger 240. It looks like we have a man. He's carrying a pack of uncooked hot dog wieners. 
Uh, Scott Ranger, are you sure that uh, there's not a, a charcoal briquette a barbecue situation going on there in those woods? He is uh, not carrying any sort of portable barbecue. How is he going to cook these wieners? Ranger 240, how is he going to cook these wieners? Attention all units, we got 316. Swarm, swarm, swarm! Get up! Get those uncooked wieners! Get up! Ketchup back to the lunchroom. That's sweet. Thanks, Not allowed ketchup in here, and even though the big boss man came in and saw it and was like, "So you got ketchup here?" I know. He's like, "Yeah, it wasn't me." <laughs> I almost threw I right under the bus too. My instinct immediately was like, to "Just like Jenny was eating potatoes. Check her breath. Check her breath for potato She's breath. She's got potato breath. She's got ketchup breath." <laughs> I do. Similar with uh, "Where's My Love in the Zone" at ninety one three. Yes, you do have ketchup breath. So, okay, this music I'm playing right now. This is, uh, I got this, I think, from uh, SpongeBob SquarePants. Same with another one that I like to use is this one here. That's SpongeBob as well, eh? Yeah, these both nice. come from SpongeBob. I like the uh, chill surf vibes yeah. of SpongeBob SquarePants and his music. Did you know that SpongeBob SquarePants officially premiered on this day 19 years ago? <gasps> wow. Yeah. 19 years ago, was it? I thought it was... 1999. Like it- 10 years ago. I know. I, I think that too. And certainly my heart feels that. Yeah. Like I feel like an elderly man. Yeah. But yeah, SpongeBob 19 years ago. 19. I know. I saw that somewhere and I was like, nope, this can't be real. Went on Wikipedia, like was researching it all morning. That evidently is real. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. I love SpongeBob, but it wasn't until I was an adult that I really started enjoying it. Oh, why was that? What I don't was, know. What was it about the, your adulthood? <laughs> He's you... doing a little anyway. sign. I don't know what that means, were, Paul. I was putting on chapstick. Yeah, he was, was putting on chapstick. Giving a little kiss. No, I don't know what it was, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, it wasn't until later I noticed that everyone who, when I was in uh, school, was super into it, and I was like, "No, I'm cooler than that. I watch Recess." I should have been watching SpongeBob. SpongeBob's good. Yeah. SpongeBob is good. Now, Jen, mm. your delightful mother is in town. Yes. I had a chance to uh, snuggle up with her last night at the G Birds game and have a little chit chat, and we really uh, bonded, and that was nice. Good. And uh, now, you. She, okay. Tell me a story okay. about where she's staying right now. Okay. She decided I won't to come say exactly town. where, but okay. um, I did just say, oh, this place is haunted, Mom. Because I kind of know that she's, you know, a little bit afraid of ghosts. She has a little fear of ghosts. Uh-huh. And um, they also have, like, a whole bunch of weird photos in there of paintings of children, which is oddly placed right by the master bedroom. Okay. And the kids' eyes are, like, looking at the bed. So already I'm like, oh, this has got the heebie-jeebies. The, kids, the kid in the painting Picture, yeah. is, like, looking at the bed where you're trying to sleep. Yes. That's terrifying. And then above her bed, there's, like, a weird ghost picture but it looks like they're all doing something very intimate but you can't really see there's a whole bunch of people so it almost looks like a ghost intimacy group you could call it <laughs> nice just way. say the words Jen. just to. say the words a gro- <laughs> ghost intimacy group anyway i so have written down here can i just read what i have written up. down no no it's okay um so <laughs> my mom wakes up this morning and uh, she goes, Jenny, did you see the ghost? Did you hear the ghost happenings last night? And I was like, no, why? And she's like, well, you wouldn't believe this. But in the middle of the night, 
a weird shadow walked in front of me, kind of floated in front of me slowly. Then the tap turned on in the kitchen and then turned off. And then I, I didn't see it after. I didn't see the ghost fly by me. And I was like, Mom, that was me getting a glass of water in the middle of the night. And she was like so upset. She's like, no, are you sure? I'm pretty sure it was a ghost. That sounds pretty spooky. (laughs) Say it again. You're very pale, Jen, as well. So it's easy to confuse you with a ghost. So, but say it again. Say Say what what? happened. Say it. What did the ghost do? It just turned on the tap and then disappeared. I was just a thirsty little woman, so I had to go get some uh, some water. You were thirsty. Yeah. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Uh, the painting was described earlier to me today as a ghost orgy, for the record. Okay, yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> Discreet. Oh, my gosh. Ivan is his name. Brought us Ivan? in. Ivan? Um, Ivan Lowe. Brought us in. He's got a new business. It's called Discreet. And their little uh, wipes. They're called sexual courtesy wipes. Yeah. It's one single-use wipe. And we were like, what? what and then we started dreaming up all the ways that this possibly could be used. Uh, and then we were wrong until we read the back of it. It's like a it's like a pre-wipe. It's like yeah, a just co- clean things up. Coconutty pre-wipe. 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 I'm just going to. Yeah, that's, that's what he for, gave us. For the flavor. For, no, I don't know. It is for, well, it's for coconut flavor. It's for flavor time. It's not flavor. It's just coconut oil. Yeah, but it's co- that would leave a coconutty flavor. Uh, it depends on the coconut oil. I don't know. I don't no? want to get too into this, but thank you, Ivan. I took three of them for, of the wipes. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for that. He says if we run out, he can come back and give us more. Really? <laughs> That is fun. <laughs> but I do want to point out, Paul, um, that discreet is not a replacement for a regular hygiene routine, such yeah. as showering, yeah. just okay. so you know, okay? Because yeah. yeah. I know you were going to well, use that all no. over your body and be no. like, I'm clean. Yeah. I use discreet today. I, this, uh, you, three times you've told me about this shower thing. I just want to make sure you know. <sighs> a shout out to the uh, picture we found on Reddit today with the Ford truck. <laughs> yeah. That someone had... Uh, <laughs> Put on, I think it looked like it was like gaffer's tape or whatever it was, but someone wrote Lang in front of the Ford on their truck. It's amazing. Representing Langford. Uh, so you posted that on our Facebook page, and the owner of the truck has commented on it. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, his name is Jordy, and unfortunately <laughs> he had to lose the truck, though, due to a medical incident. Yeah. Oh, Jordy, I'm sorry, so man. It's just so sad. Yeah, but the legacy lives on, and hopefully that is a, a trend. If you're in Langford and have a Ford truck, please, for everyone, put Lang in front of the Ford. Oh, uh, I don't drive a Ford <laughs> truck. If my truck was a Ford, even yeah. though I don't live in Langford, I would still do it. Oh, yeah. And you know what? There's a business idea. If you could get, if you could make the Lang in a decal or a sticker that is the same font as the Ford. Yeah. Just slap that on there. Oh, my gosh. Please make that happen, someone. Please. Love that. Did you say that uh, flea is in town somewhere? There was a wild flea spotting at Whole Foods in Victoria. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. What? The basis of the red hot chili peppers was spotted in Victoria. Flea, if you're listening right now, I hope you are enjoying your stay in Victoria. Mm-hmm. Come and do a chat with us, Flea. Yeah, come well, here. Come and you can have a request on the radio if you want to. We can play another red hot chili pepper song for you. Or a different song if you wanted to. Yeah. 
you're sick of yourself on the radio. We promise not to do a carpool karaoke with you yeah, like that's, James Corden. Yeah. That's, that's okay. You did good in it, though. Oh, yours you was did fun good. to watch. Yeah, you did good. We're Batman. Batman. They may be drinkers, Robin, but they're also human beings. Toys R Us Canada is searching for a chief play officer. That's someone who is going to be in charge of playing with toys all day long. The only catch is only kids can apply. Today on the Afternoon Zone, this sounds like a pretty sweet gig, except that when you think about it, this would be a massive pay cut for kids who are already playing with toys on YouTube all day long and raking in billions of dollars in endorsement deals and advertising. I thought it'd be a good job for you, Paul. I am a kid. You're a big adult baby. (laughs) (laughs) I guess that's why they get helicopters to do traffic. So they don't have to sit in the traffic to see the traffic. In big cities? Wow, we need a helicopter. Or a little plane would be fun. Yeah, drones? Oh, wait. Whoa! Yeah. That's that's actually not a bad idea. That's a really good idea. We have drones. Here at the radio station? Yeah, we do. Not yeah. like very good ones, but we have a couple drones, I think. Yeah, we let's check it in with the traffic chopper number drone up there. Just traffic chopper. It's me, 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 from the copter right now. Yeah. I really I'm, like that idea. How's your helicopter noise? Uh, it looks like the No, no, no. Like you you do the noise. Like I oh. like you be the Oh no, it's gross. I'm i I'm drooling all over the microphone. I cannot. <laughs> Try again. Oh. I can't. I gotta stop. <laughs> <That's so bad. laughs> Can you do a machine gun? I don't know. Okay, this one says shout out to the woman <laughs> that fought and sacrificed for the freedoms I and my daughters enjoyed today. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, I love that. That's a really good shout out, too. Boy, I can't wait for the news coming up in 10 minutes, Jen. Can you wait? Boy, I can't wait. Can't or can? Cannot. Oh, pesky Donald Foreshadowing the news. <laughs> Uh, Donald Trump has done the silliest thing, I think, in a nonstop barrage of silliness of his presidency. He has done the silliest, most hilarious, stupidest, dumbest thing I think we've seen yet. I don't, we say that every time though, so I don't know. Yeah. It's just, uh, it's fun to watch. It is fun. If it didn't mean that democratic institutions around the world were crumbling. Uh, (laughs) Okay, so Jen's got that in the news coming up, right? That's in the news? Oh, yes. This is the news on the PJ Party Podcast. Here's Jenny West. Uh, After 27 hours of universal backlash, Donald Trump claimed he simply misspoke in Helsinki when he said, I don't see any reason why it would be Russia that interfered in the U.S. election. Now he's saying he meant to say he didn't see any reason why it wouldn't be Russia. Trump also said he accepted the U.S. intelligence agency um, their conclusions that Russia was behind the 2016 election hacking. However... Immediately after that, Trump went off script again, adding that it could be other people also. Do you want to hear just like a little bit of the like craziness and yeah? Do you have audio? I realize that there is a need for some clarification. It should have been obvious. I thought it would be obvious, but I would like to clarify just in case it wasn't. In a key sentence in my remarks, 
I said the word would instead of wouldn't. The sentence should have been, I don't see any reason why I wouldn't or why it wouldn't be Russia. So just to repeat it, I said the word would instead of wouldn't. Right? No, like, that pesky double negative, eh? Hey? Yeah. So, <laughs> so yesterday, uh, word treason was getting thrown around a lot. Uh. So it went from straight up treasonous to now it's uh, just dumb. Mm. I just, uh, I, I misspoke. I said would when I meant wouldn't. Mm. I was the opposite. How did the rest of the conversation go, though, also? Yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, well, that's about it for your news. It's 3.47. My name is Jenny West, and that is Quarter to News. Like, I can't even say, like, <laughs> good try, man. Like, that's so lazy. Yeah. A potentially fatal mushroom has been seen growing in parts of Greater Victoria. Island Health says the death cap mushroom has been spotted in uplands and in Cedar Hill. Uh, the mushroom, if eaten, is very serious. Actually, up to 30% of people who eat a death cap will die, and it's even more dangerous to kids and pets, so please keep an eye out. We have posted a photo of this mushroom on our Facebook page and mm. our website, but I was surprised by how ordinary it looks as yeah. well it just looks like a regular mushroom you see um so do keep an eye on it and, and keep that in mind as well it's so scary when your dog gets into mushrooms oh. one time i was on a gulf island yeah you know far away from any help if it came down to it and the dog got into mushrooms oh no but we just like seemed just chowing down a bunch <gasps> of mushrooms and so i'm like wrestling him and i'm like trying to get him to throw up did you know dogs don't have a gag reflex oh no so you can stick your fingers down a dog's throat all you want and they just are like okay pal if that's what you want to do but they won't barf whoa trying to make this dog barf and then it's just like okay well the next ferry to a hospital or a vet is like tomorrow or never and so it's just like well let's just hope the dog doesn't die in the night oh my gosh yeah, it didn't die. Uh, clearly, yeah. Oh but, my gosh, uh, though, that's scary. But that's uh, that's how scary and like and dogs are so dumb. <laughs> they just are like, oh, I know. see something. I just want to chow it down. Yeah, how would you know? How would you know? And right? every kid's instinct when they're you know a toddler is like, what's this? In my mouth it goes. Yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah. So do what you can. Keep their kids and dogs and yourself away from those. Mm-hmm. Um, we just got a really good uh, phone call talking about there's those death cat mushrooms and everything, and is you know it can be deadly dangerous to dogs especially who don't know no better. Yeah. And just want to gobble every dumb thing they find in the ground, right? Right. And so I get so mad at my dog. Uh, he loves, or he used to anyways as a puppy. I think he's kind of grown out of it, but cigarette butts. Oh, gross. Yeah, gross. Yeah. I've been digging someone's disgusting, dis- gross, grosso, <laughs> sickening, filth butts out of a dog's chewy, slivy mouth. Okay. Yeah, it's not good. I would be fuming and furious at like everyone who puts their cigarette butts on the ground. And then I'd look at the dog and be like, why do you like this? Yeah. So, uh. What about the mushrooms there? This uh, owner called in and reminded us that hydrogen peroxide, you just get a pupper to take a little swallow of that, and they just barf everything that's in their whole tummy right out. Right, because you were saying that they don't have really a gag reflex. No. Yeah, and then we had some other uh, zoners text that in as well. So thank you for everyone keeping us in the know. Yeah, I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. The B.C. government is announcing that we will have to wait till late next year at some point for ride-sharing companies like Uber or Lyft in the province. But their plan also includes steps to get more taxis on the roads. This amount, announcement means there will be a boost of about 500 more taxis in B.C. 300 of those will be for Metro Vancouver. So we won't see too many here in Victoria. But 
<sighs> Vancouver's what needs them. Yes, absolutely. For sure. But yeah. I heard this news today, and I'm so mad about it. I know you're a big fan of Uber and Lyft. Well, I think, well, I am for like big cities, and Vancouver mm-hmm. desperately needs that. It's like, all right, 300 more cabs for Vancouver. I guess that's good. But what we have said and said and said is that we'd like the ride sharing services like every other city on planet Earth <laughs> yeah. has, like every other civilized uh, society has. Can we please have? Can we please get? Mm-hmm. Can you just copy and paste? The legislation and the safety guidelines and everything from every other place in the world so that we can do. And that's what's so frustrating is that it's come back as uh, more cabs. You want, you want some more cabs? Mm-hmm. That's outrageous. Art went down to, uh, I guess, the presser or whatever it was today. And apparently some journalists down there, I want to give you guys a shout out because they were like holding them to it. They nice. were just like, what's up? Where? Why is it taking so long? Why don't you just do what everyone else does? Why are we the last place in the world to have right. this? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. And a smelly mystery is unfolding in Souk after homes and cars in a trailer park are covered in a sticky feces-like substance falling from the sky. Okay, sorry. So it's feces-like, but it's not feces? We don't know yet. They it's don't not know. Poopy? But this is happening so frequently this summer. I don't know what's going on. Residents at the Kendall Trailer Park say about a month ago, the brown sticky substance started falling from the sky. And it's been constantly falling day and night, they're saying. What? Yeah. <laughs> from where? I don't know. They're not sure. The BC Ministry of uh, the Environment and the University of uh, Victoria researchers are being brought in to try and determine what it is. They're saying that maybe it's from like the Souk watershed, but they're not entirely sure yet. Like what is happening here? Falling from the sky. Yeah. Like that shouldn't be too hard to figure out, right? Just look at the sky and where is it well, coming like, from? Yeah, like- I guess maybe it's like being blown by the wind. I don't know, but they they can't even go outside without being covered in it. And only at this one particular trailer, trailer park? park? Yeah, maybe there's a, something with the sewage wrong, there's a pipe. I don't know what's happening, but that would be terrible walking outside and having to have an umbrella because... There's feces falling from this guy. This strikes me as the worst written episode of Trailer Park Boys <laughs> uh, crossed with, like, some kind of biblical end days oh, situation. No. Yeah, I it's don't like, know. The poo fell from the sky. That was the fourth horse of the apocalypse. Oh, the, God. <laughs> the poo horse. I hope that's not what the apocalypse is going to be like. Ish. If we ever, yeah, you know what I mean. Hey, how's it going? It's falling about the uh, brown stuff in souk there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very definitely uh, poop volcano. A poop vol- a poop yeah, volcano right. is yeah. the only thing that makes sense. Yeah, I don't know That's why these kidding. idiots at Uvic haven't been able to figure it out yet. Yeah. No kidding. Clearly just an emergency, some kind of natural thing, poop volcano. Yeah, mm-hmm. thank you. Yes. Yeah. Common natural yeah. occurrence in the wilds of Souk. Absolutely. Thank you right. for that. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Right. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining the PJ Party. For more from Paul and Jenny, get them live 2 to 6 weekday afternoons on The Zone at 91.3 or around the world via the Internet's tubes at thezone.fm. Do them a solid and leave a review wherever you get this podcast and tell your friends about it. Paul and Jenny are both on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, so get in touch. Thanks for joining the PJ Party.